Good evening, everybody. Uh, this is Daniel from No Pain, No Spain. Uh, wondering which song I'm going to put prior to the show, but I'm still thinking about it because it's going to be a special show. Actually, I'm, uh, I'm going to do one, two, three, five small podcasts regarding my sessions on states of consciousness and the reason i'm doing this is because i think it's a it's a subject that i'm uh, i think i'm good at it uh i've, I've been giving this uh, lectures for quite a long time now to various people to various um kinds of people and uh, always been uh successful at some level it always brings out the best of everyone and so i'm going to do three one on on the general state of consciousness which is this one and i'm going to do four more on uh, on the higher states of consciousness that would be transcendental cosmic god and unity consciousness so uh, bear with me. Uh, again, please do share this podcast if you think they're worth anything. I would really, really, really appreciate it to get more um, exposure. Uh, nevertheless, let's begin with today's subject, which is state of consciousness. So how can we define a state of consciousness? Uh, my, my approach to this is... Uh, to um, think about a state of consciousness is any awareness of your physical and mental activities, interactions, at being you as a person, so in which you are present, in which you are witnessing this interaction. Okay, so um, let's begin by separating the, the, the you from the rest of the uh, of reality and you are interacting with reality with your awareness um all not awarenesses are the same but nevertheless it's still you experiencing this uh this reality that you're dealing with so that's that's broadly what is known as state of consciousness state of consciousness is a sense of awareness awareness of what you're doing of where you are who you are who you're with and many other um, uh, interactions we have with with reality. Uh, the the Western culture and Western science uh, fully uh, acknowledges three main states of consciousness, and those are sleeping, dreaming, and waking, uh, or walking. That's more or less the same thing. So uh, these three are very, very close linked. They are, uh, they, they, um, they seem to be on a plane. They seem to be running one after the other so that there is no separation between them. Um, but there is, because uh, I can almost uh, assure you that you do never recognize the moment you go from one state to the other. So you can, you do not recognize or or be, you're not aware of the moment in which you go from sleeping to dreaming or from dreaming to waking. There is this nanosecond of, 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 uh, of transition in which we are not aware of. We do not participate in this uh, transaction. We are, it is so quick, it is so um, swift 
that we're not aware. Suddenly you're awake, suddenly you're dreaming, suddenly you're sleeping, but we lack the encounter with that precise moment. And, 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 and according to Buddhists and uh, Hindu traditions, that precise transition change is where everything is. That's where everything lies. Everything is in that transition. So <clears throat> the trick would be to um, widen widen this uh, these gaps between states of consciousness between between these three main state of consciousness. Remember, sleeping, dreaming, and waking. Uh, not because you want to. Uh, not because it's fun to know the precise moment when you wake up or you go to sleep or to recognize these transitions as happening, but because it is through the widening of these gaps that absolute silence begins to filter through. Absolute silence is also known as transcendental consciousness, which is our fourth state of consciousness, which uh, in our Western culture, it's very hard because we don't recognize any mystical experiences or emotional or mental or spiritual experience as a state of consciousness. We regard them as, uh, at the best of cases, as um, altered state of consciousness. And it is my opinion that there is no such thing as altered state of consciousness unless you introduce an external, uh, external product, a drug or uh, holotropic breathing techniques or something else, some kind of um, interference with that. But there are ways to, uh, to achieve higher states of consciousness. And, and, the, and the, the Eastern traditions have come up with a very efficient tools, uh, meditation, contemplation, some, uh, some sorts of uh, fasting, and they, they all include um, a somehow severe routine because uh, it is not an easy job. It is not um, an easy task to, uh, to allow your nervous system to be exposed to higher states of consciousness. It is, it is something that we Westerners have been working for years to avoid. So, um, so let's go back, for example, in, in, in Buddhism, um, the, the, the kind of meditation that they do, for example, the Vipassana meditation is known as a transcendental meditation. Because uh, from, from our perspective, uh, the Western cultures, in my opinion, have made a critical mistake, and, and, and a critical, no, criminal mistake in, 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 um, in gathering all these techniques, all these uh, mental and spiritual techniques from people who have been practicing and perfecting them for thousands of years, bringing them into our culture and just put them in clubs and in, and in wellness uh, rooms, and, 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 and they lack the transcendental experience. They become trends. They become uh, exercises. They become relaxation techniques, which is good, which is good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. Uh, yoga and, and vipassanas and, and, and all that stuff, but they, they lack the transcendental. They always, we Westerners tend to focus everything on the physical, on, on, the, on, on some sort of um, visual benefit. Um, some kind of, uh, of 
you know, f uh, wearing the right clothes and and looking all slim and doing all these weird uh, positions for it, for your muscles to stretch. Well, the main purpose of yoga, for example, is not a physical exercise. It is an exercise to prepare your nervous system to adjust to the transcendental experience you're going to have when you do the meditation after the yoga. There's no such thing as yoga on its own. There's no such thing as meditation on its own. It's all a package, a transcendental package. Your body is wired to receive the transcendental knowledge, the absolute silence. And for that, meditation on itself may not be sufficient. So you need to prepare your body more more likely your nervous system, which is the one who will uh, connect with the transcendent, you need to prepare it to do so. And so the, the criminal part, from my, in my opinion, is, is separating this, 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 this thing. A criminal in the way because they still sell it to you as if it's, as if it's, as if it's, as if it's yoga, as if it's meditation, as if it's, it is not, it is not, you know, they, uh, you see Buddhist monks, Hindu monks, they, they, the, the yoga that they do, the, 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 the meditations that they do are far from what we've seen in, in wellness uh, clubs around here. They're not, uh, they're not uh, symmetrical. They're not even uh, pleasant to watch there they're very uncomfortable but this is because they know where the uh, the, the nervous system's knots are at and they know how to untie them and they have done it for thousands of years okay so when you choose any technique uh, let's say uh, a transcendental meditation the, the vipassana uh, meditation from the buddhists or transcendental meditation from maharishi mahesh yogi when you choose one of these techniques what's what's going to happen is first of all your nervous system is going to start to purify uh, the purification process is mostly needed because our, our our nervous system is the recipient of stress and and it has this ability to um accumulates stress rather than release it. It then releases it in, in different ways. It accumulates it, but then it releases it in, in, in ulcers, in bad mood, in, in things like that. But it, it has the ability to keep it. So it's always on tension. It is, it is programmed to be like that through evolution on the fight or flight mode, to always be ready, to calculate uh, what, what's happened before, and to be ordered to introduce that into the equation of what's going to happen now so that the reaction is quicker. It's a whole evolutionary process that, that affects this thing. Now, hold on, because the microphone is kind of freaking out on me, and I need to fix this. Okay, so once you've introduced uh, a, a transcendental kind meditation into your routine, uh, then uh, throughout time, and uh, please consider when I say throughout time, I'm not talking about weeks, days, months, I'm talking about years. A time will come when you will very subtle, very, 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 very subtle, begin to recognize the gaps in these three main states of consciousness. They will become more uh, livable. So, you, you, okay, you will still not be able to know the exact moment when you transition from one to the other, but 
it is wide enough for absolute silence, the transcendental consciousness to start pouring in and start uh, uh, flooding your nervous system. And by doing so, it purifies it. So the, the first reaction that we have when we access the absolute silence uh, more often is uh, some kind of physical sickness, okay? Uh, it might be, it might be, might be diarrhea, it might be some fever, it might be some very, very difficult nights, uh, uh, the inability to sleep for a long time, and your mood is just fucked up. This is a purification period going on. I can tell you an example. Uh, in 2004, I was invited to Dharamsala in Makongyong, India, to attend a um, a 15-day course with uh, the Dalai Lama. I was very fortunate to do so. And when I got there, uh, <clears throat> I began feeling ill. You know, so I went to the doctor. I went to one of uh, the Dalai Lama's um, temple doctor. And he spoke to me for about 10 minutes and he said, don't worry, man, you're just cleaning up. And, and it is so. Once all my diarrhea got over, my vomits, my fever, then there was some sort of tranquility installed in me. Like, okay, I, had, I was carrying this with me all the time, but in order to be here, in order to absorb and to be able to, to understand at many levels, not just intellectual, because actually at other levels, because I didn't understand anything intellectually speaking, but you need this purification to go to take process so that your nervous system allows the absolute silence to enter your body and do its duty, which I'm going to talk to in just a second. Um, so when you allow the meditation uh, to, 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 uh, to widen these gaps and the absolute silence kicks in, uh, that's what we call the transcendental consciousness. Why transcendental consciousness? Well, from now on, all higher consciousness are just a matter of awareness. Mainly speaking, it's, 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 it's much, much complicated than that. But mainly speaking, it's a matter of awareness. And awareness uh, is always accompanied by compassion. And compassion is always accompanied by your ability to understand the impact of your actions at all levels, right? So let's begin with a very simple example. Uh, let's say I want to buy my kid a bicycle. So, me as a, uh, I mean, I, I like to tell myself that I'm in the Kentucky Fried Chicken consciousness, state of consciousness. But so in my state of consciousness, I, uh, okay, so I consider the idea, I, I make the decision, okay, so he's old enough, he's learning how to, how to use the pedals, how to maintain equilibrium. So yeah, I'm going to get him a bike. So, okay, my first choice is getting the best fucking bike I can. But uh, they are very expensive bikes out there. They, uh, so, so you start making decisions. Okay, so which one? Which one's going to last longer? Which one am I going to be able to sell at a good price later when he doesn't need it anymore? Which one's going to be, you know, you make a series of decisions. But then your decision process also carries on to another uh, human level, for example, if I buy this from a from a chain store, well, then I'm only feeding the the, the owner of the store or, or the CEO of the of the store because there's very f fancy bike 
shops out there believe you me motherfucker so uh, but then you so then you make the decision you might you might make the decision to buy it from a local shop you know and uh from a craftsman who makes his own bicycles and bless it so you start thinking about the effect of your purchase what's it gonna be you know and and, and how this is gonna impact your immediate community and and me being me well i might think okay so but also this is gonna benefit well the, the manufacturer and the, the manufacturer is also going to benefit the, the the people who provide the material to the manufacturer so but I cannot reach farther than that so I can make my decisions based on all these line of thought okay so uh, states of consciousness uh, one of the most important things they do is they amplify this and and they do this through compassion because compassion becomes such a principle uh, in your life that you must consider every implication on this so uh, the higher state of consciousness you are the more broader this decision making process uh, begins um, I mean uh, becomes you know so okay so let's go back so now you have absolute silence installing in your in your nervous system so your decision making process is altered uh, but also your uh, your perception of the world, because as uh, as your awareness expands, then you begin to see that some of the interactions that are happening uh, may not be natural, may not be um, as fluent and as uh, uh, as natural as they can be, you know. And so you start acting a little weird. And, and, and transcend people in transcendental consciousness, they tend to be very isolating. They, they they tend to retire. They tend to spend a lot of time alone because they have to assimilate this new experience, this new way of interacting with reality. Because now reality has become a more broader issue. The reality is no longer just right here, right now. It's become the what the, what happens right here, right now affects late and there, you know. So it, it's a very complex issue. <laughs> uh, after transcendental consciousness comes cosmic consciousness, in which uh, throughout time, again, I'm not talking days, uh, months. I'm talking a lot of years. Uh, all this awareness becomes cosmic. So now at cosmic consciousness, you are able to understand uh, the, 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 every action has a reaction in this. You own your actions until you release them. Once you release them, you have no control over them. And these can be, this can have serious, either good or bad implications at the cosmic level. You know, there are some energies at the cosmic level and, and, and we, 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 we belong to the cosmos and everything that happens to the cosmos affects us. And so, uh, you start perceiving these uh, this new amplitude of awareness okay when this becomes uh, normal practice to say it in, in words for you when you're in cosmic consciousness that's the last stage you can be in human form and i will speak to this about this when i go into cosmic consciousness at a more uh, detailed level 
So you no longer can be human after cosmic consciousness. Actually, you cannot be human during cosmic consciousness. Cosmic consciousness occurs at the moment of death in transcendental. That's where the shift occurs and you can no longer come. There are exceptions and I will speak about them when I come to cosmic consciousness. So what the, the, now the awareness has become at the cosmic level. Um, up to now, there's something I have to introduce right here to, for you to understand the difference. And that is that up to now, you have been traveling with your identity with you. Okay. So what is your identity? Your identity is, of course, well, your name, your background, your family, your, your cultural, your society. But it is also your uh, history, the history of your culture that you belong to. Uh, what made you uh, the set of rules that you respect in order to live in your society, the, um, the whole architecture, archi archi archetypal um, figures that follow you everywhere, everything that represents what has ever been you at all levels, this has always been following you. So every experience that you've been having until cosmic consciousness have been seen through the optics of your identity. After cosmic consciousness, this identity begins diluting. And, uh, <laughs> and, when, you, and when this identity dilutes, then a new awareness becomes. So now you, know, you, you, um, you no longer experience the cosmos. You, be, you, you become part of the cosmos. Okay? So you, be, you, you, you begin to notice the effects of all the decision and all the actions and all the interactions and everything that's happening throughout the universe, you are now starting to feel it. You're now having to affect it, the good and the bad. But there is still some identity left. So there is still some confusion. There is still some um, uh, ego and super ego struggle going there of what you want, of what you, of what you wish you were, of what you really are, of, 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 of what you've become and what whatever, all these things are still there, albeit in a very small form. So when this happens for a long time, and remember, you're no longer in human form, so now space and time has ceased to exist. So it's a very complicated uh, concept, it's a very complicated concept, which I will try to go through in my state of consciousness individual sessions following this. So now, now in, in, in God consciousness, uh, so you are part of the universe now. You are no longer Daniel or George or whoever. You are, you are part of the universe. And now you're starting to, all these things that you were able to, to perceive before, now you are part of it. Then the next stage follows, which is the last stage. And again, remember that through these stages, the magic of the transcendental consciousness, which is the first state of consciousness after the three main ones, I always liked saying that the state of consciousness, the transcendental state of consciousness is more than a state of consciousness. It is the vehicle that will take you to the higher states of consciousness because you cannot access higher states without transcendental. Transcendental is the vehicle that will take you everywhere. So now we are in God consciousness and you are part of this and you are perceiving the universe and, and, and its dynamics on your own skin to, to say it in a way you don't have skin because you can't be human. You know, so after some time, you jump to the final stage, which is 
unity consciousness. So the difference between God consciousness and unity consciousness is, uh, is, is of a complexity unheard of, but I'll try to say it in a few words. Uh, in God consciousness, you become part of the universe. Okay, so as I said, you are now uh, the recipient of everything that's happening in the universe. You, you, you're a part of it. You're, you're, you're sharing all this knowledge, all these energies. Okay? Now, in unity consciousness, you are no longer part of the universe. You become the universe. Okay? So the concept narrows down. It doesn't expand at this point. It, 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 it does a phenomenon that rather than expanding, narrows down because you are no longer part of anything. You are no longer, there's no duality. There is no this and that. There is you. And everything is contained in you and you are contained in everything. So uh, that's the main difference. It is much, much, much more complex than that. But if you have to take anything home, take that as an explanation. It'll work. Okay, so uh, that will give you a sense of what's coming because I'm going to do, I'm going to go in depth into uh, transcendental cosmic God and unity consciousness. I'm going to do four more chapters. Um, hope you really like them, hope you share them. And the reason I'm doing this is because uh, there are some people up north in Catalonia, some rural houses and some wellness um, uh, groups that are very interested in me going uh, upstate and doing this session for them. And so this is a matter of practice. This is a matter of you know, hearing how I sound and how I portray my ideas and then hearing them and see if they make any sense and if the, if the message is transmitted fully. So this is an exercise that I'm doing for myself and which in turn I think and hope that you like it and you get something out of it. Uh, so next chapter would be transcendental consciousness. Okay, guys, I appreciate your patience. Please find it in your heart to share this podcast. I'd love for people to hear me. Yeah, I'm an egocentric. I don't know. I think I've got something to say. In the meantime, keep well, keep safe. Adios, amigos.